Welcome to The Upkeep for Monday, March 20th, 2023. That's right. It's all the magic news you need in 10 minutes or less. Happy first day of spring, everybody. To celebrate, we've brought you some magic news, this time about Lord of the Rings. Yes, we have the Tales of Middle-Earth first look that happened last week. Previews for this will officially begin on the 30th and run through the 9th, but Wizards has already shown off some of the cards, and they are... Pretty cool. Yeah, we talked about some of them last week, but we have some new ones this week, including we talked about the one ring last week, but now we know that there's going to be a true one ring printed in this set. There is going to be a one of one printed in the Black Speech of Sauron. It can only be found in a single English language collector booster, which also means it could be in a gift bundle. Uh, this is uh, beautiful, by the way, yes. and is a really, a, truly a Willy Wonka golden ticket situation. <laughs> <laughs> people are wildly speculating on how much it will end up being worth, and some people already are offering payments, which could be not high enough despite being... $100,000 or more. Oh, I, I think this baby's going for uh, upwards of a million. Wow. Yeah, that's what I think anyway. All right. Um, we also saw some soul rings, so you can get other rings of power themed after the elves, dwarves, and mortal men. They will be serialized with the elvish version being the most rare in both foil and non-foil. You can also get these in non-serialized versions, but a kind of cool way to get some kind of chase uh, soul rings. Yeah, and... It makes sense, you know, the the elves only had three. That's true. That's a good point. You know, the dwarves had their seven <laughs> and the humans had their nine. That ended up real badly yeah, for them. I don't know. I, I don't know who made the decisions on the, the number of who, which got yeah. which, but I feel like some mistakes well, were made. I feel like we should have not let humans have nine. This just seems like a lot for them. But I guess like that was probably the them. point, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they also showed off more preview cards like a Frodo, Sauron's Bane, which is a single white mana for a 1-2 legendary creature halfling citizen. <laughs> Frodo, you can pay hybrid white-black mana, hybrid white-black. If Frodo, Sauron's Bane is a citizen, it becomes a halfling scout with base power and toughness 2-3 and lifelink. Ooh. You can also pay three black mana if Frodo is a scout whenever it becomes a halfling rogue with. Whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, that player loses the game if the ring has tempted you four or more times this game otherwise the ring tempts you wow what does that mean spooky we don't know yet but we'll find out um we also have tom bombadil (laughs) none other than the what they've decided is a god bard i mean yeah (laughs) absolutely uh white blue black red green makes sense honestly for for old tom 4-4, as long as there are four or more lore counters among sagas you control, Tom Bombadil has Hexproof and Indestructible. I love this card. Really cool. Whenever the final chapter ability of a saga you control resolves, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a saga card. Put that card onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. This ability triggers only once each turn. So guess what? Your saga goes off. Go and get another one. Uh, this is a great All commander right. card. Very, very nice. Ex- very excited for Tom Bombadil. Yeah. Uh, reminder, this set is fully draftable and it is modern legal, everybody. So this is going to feed into the third Pro Tour this year, which is July 28th through the 30th in Barcelona. Ooh. So we're going to see these cards yeah. potentially in modern in Barcelona at the Pro Tour. The pre-release is happening June 16th through the 22nd. The arena release is on June 20th. 
There's also a new kit uh, that's coming out with the release of this. It's a magic starter kit, which is, has two decks in it that are good for beginners. Uh, it also has 10 new to magic cards, which are, all, which are also going to be modern legal, like yeah. Aragorn and Arwen Wed, which is just beautiful. Yeah, really lovely art. We also have Sauron the Lidless Eye. Less beautiful. <laughs> less lovely. Truly less beautiful. And that name just really sits wrong with me. No, you know what it, I mean? There's something about it that is pretty disturbing all the way down. <laughs> All the way down. Uh, this set is also playing around with making scenes from placing cards side by side. There are seven total scenes you can make, including a new one they just showed off, which shows the ring being destroyed. Yes. And Gollum like uh, reaching for it, which can be found in bundles or collector boosters. There is also an epic 18 card scene that you can yeah, make. Yeah, was that the Battle of Helm's Deep yeah. that they previewed? Yeah. Really cool. Very cool. We also got a first peek at the Commander decks, which will be fully previewed on June 8th. Eighth, there's Riders of Rohan, which is white, red, blue. Food and Fellowship, which is green, black, white. We know that this one has Sam, loyal attendant. Oh, Sam. Yeah, one green, white, a two, four legendary creature, halfling peasant, which partners with Frodo, adventurous hobbit. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yep. Very and of course, cute. It makes a food token. <laughs> I knew food tokens were going to be in this of set. Of course they were. They had to be. There and must be a second breakfast card. I mean, if there's not card, a second breakfast that makes two foods. there's not a foods, second breakfast card, everyone. <laughs> I'm going to riot. Everyone, get ready <laughs> to get mad. <laughs> there's also the Elven Council, which is blue-green and features Radagast, Wizard of the Wilds, which is two green-blue for a 3-5 Avatar Wizard with Ward 1. Beasts and birds you control also have Ward 1. Whenever you cast a spell with mana value 5 or greater, choose one. You get to either make a 3-3 green beast or a 2-2 blue bird creature token. Nice. I love Radagast. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Nice to see Radagast getting some screen time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then we have the Hosts of Mordor, which will be red, black, blue. In other news, speaking of the one ring and expensive yeah. magic cards, a black lotus just sold for the highest amount that it's ever been sold for. That's right. $540,000. <laughs> this is only one of six black lotuses with a gem mint 10 rating. So wow. there's only six in the whole world. Uh, and the case was signed by Christopher Rush. An identical one, again, the same uh Gem Mint 10 rating and signed by Christopher Rush, sold two years ago for $510,000, wow. suggesting that prices may be stabilizing for these cards. Did you know, Maria, what? that the cost of a Black Lotus tripled between 2019 and 2021? It did? Yes. Oh. Because there was kind of like the big collecting boom of the 2020 pandemic. Oh, sure. Yeah. When especially like Magic, which was already doing really well, really exploded. Wow. A lot of other collecting exploded and so it tripled. tripled in that time all right half a million okay <laughs> good to know what i'm saving Real up chill. for <laughs> Uh, we crowned a winner in Arena Championship 2 this past weekend. Hiroshi Onizuka won it all with the deck Is It Wizards in Historic in the 31-player field. It's a very cool deck, and it turns out he accidentally posted it in a Discord seen by other players three days before the event, and he won the whole thing anyway. Nice. What a flex. What a flex. Hey, Just, here's my list, yeah. but also, well, I'll take this I'm whole I'm going to win down. anyway. Yeah. He won $30,000 and an invite to this year's World Championship, which is happening this fall in Vegas, along with the other finalist alexi polo who played is it phoenix so two is it decks in the finals of this tournament and historic by the way looked very cool nice. very cool looking I've heard format. Good things about it uh you can work on qualifying for arena championships by doing well at qualifier weekends 
and thereby placing well on the overall leaderboard for those events. There are two more arena championships coming up this season. Yeah, they're held about every four months, so keep your eyes open for the next one, arena championship number three on the horizon. Next up, we had a regional championship this past weekend, the Gathering Series Showdown Finals, which was Mexico, Central America, and the Caribbean's regional championship. Congratulations to Jesus Adan Calzada, who won the event with Rakdos Reanimator. All right. Pretty cool. He won an invite to the Pro Tour and the World Championship. Congratulations as well to the rest of the top four, uh, Uriel Ortiz, Marlon Avila, and Christian Zuniga, who also won invites to the PT. They were on Grixis Midrange, Esper Legends, and Mono White Midrange, respectively, meaning that was four different decks wow. in the top four. Standard looks great right now. It really does. Coming up this weekend are two more regional championships. There's the MTG China Open and Face to Face East. Yeah, and that's going to have video coverage of day yeah. two over on Twitch. So make sure and check that out because I want to watch some standard. This format seems great it right seems now. It seems good. And finally, Oathbreaker, congratulations to you. You are the newest official Magic the Gathering format. Yay! This is a fast singleton multiplayer format invented by the people behind Magic Kids, which is the Magic Charity, with the aim of being able to play a game over your lunch hour. We love playing Oathbreaker. One, you don't have to shuffle 100 cards. No, just 60. And two, it's so quick. You can get a multiplayer experience without having to commit an enormous chunk of time. Absolutely. Um, you you have a planeswalker, which is your deck's color identity, much like a commander is, plus a signature spell, which can be cast only when your oathbreaker. Uh, aka that planeswalker is in play both are susceptible to the command tax but that does mean that you can cast that signature spell multiple times over the course of a game absolutely like we said you have 60 cards in your deck you start at 20 life there is a ban list which is ongoing so if you find something that should be banned you can just let them yeah. know tell them why uh it's an evolving new format um you can watch a video of us playing some oathbreaker yeah on our channel um it's really really fun we have have Judge Rob come on our podcast and yep. talk about Oathbreaker all the time. So he's coming on next week, actually, to give us his top 10 ideas yeah. for planeswalkers and signature spells to help jumpstart some ideas in your brain for decks. You can also search our podcast for any time that Judge Rob has been yeah. on. If it's not to talk about the rules for an upcoming set release, then it's usually to talk about Oathbreaker and give us cool ideas for Oathbreaker decks. Yeah. Most recently, he told us right all about a Vraska deck oh, with the cool. newest Phyrexian Vraska that you yes. can make an Oathbreaker. So if you want some ideas, you can check out those past episodes with Judge Rob. You can also go to OathbreakerMTG.org for more info. Uh, and like we said, Rob's coming on the show next week so you can hear more about it. Well, that's all the magical news we have for you this week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Check out Good Luck High Five, our full-length podcast, wherever you're listening to this. And make sure to support us over on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash glhfmagic.